You're listening to The Scotsman. This is Brian Priest, joined, as I always am, by Mr. Who Do You Think You Are Tran. <laughs> What's up? How's it going, buddy? Doing well, doing well. What are we talking about today? We are talking about Utah State. Have you heard of them? Utah State. Yeah. Hey, it's, uh... all the way. <laughs> So uh, we, we're going to add something new to the podcast today towards the end. Forgot to talk about this when we were preparing, know, but we're you got a Scotsman of the Week who? Well, figure it out. We are going to come up with a Scotsman of the Week where who and I each award that to an Aggie. It could be a current Aggie, former Aggies, coaches. Any, I mean, you never know where the Aggie of the Week is going to come from, the Scotsman of the Week. But today, who you and I are going to be talking about men's basketball, dropping another road game against San Diego State. We will talk about the uh, women's basketball team as their struggles continue. Another couple of losses last week. Kristen White and the gymnastics team went down to Southern Utah. Theater City. Taking on the Flying Bird, the Flippin' Birds. Flippin' Birds. The, yep. flippin which birds. is, I've got to say, probably the best yes. collegiate name right. ever. Like, they right? somehow lost out on Red, like Red Rocks. <laughs> they lost out on Red Rocks. Which but, is good. Yes, but well, then it, the, they go up with the, you know, like, hey, oh, we lost, oh, we'll go Flippin' Birds. So. And they have uniforms to go with. I, I, salute to SUU. I know this is a Utah State podcast, but uh, both men's and women's tennis getting going. We've got some track and field content today. whole lot to talk about this afternoon, but who I feel like we should start where most of the eyeballs are, and that's with Ryan Odom's basketball team. Last night, they go down to San Diego State mm-hmm. yep. and drop another road game, their third straight on the road in the Mountain West, all three by double figures. Taking on the show. What What's going on with yeah. the Aggies on the road? They, we we know it's a great team in the spectrum, right? Why can't right. they win away? It reminds me of those um uh, 0, 04 to 07 Jazz teams, right? <laughs> you know, like they had the Delta Center ESA Magic. Uh huh. You know, Special Magic is a, is a real thing, uh, and going on the road is just really hard. Um, I mean, San Diego State is a really tough place to play. Like Special Magic is great, but you know the show for they they get they get a bad reputation and they they earn it and they like it. But they're also very passionate fans there uh, at San Diego State. Um, and so um, that place was rocking last night. And boy, like just, uh, you know, this is one of the f- – uh, I-, I got to watch an extended portion of this game. And like the avalanche, the- there was an avalanche on one side and the Aggies just couldn't um, uh, recover. But it-, it stemmed from problems that they've had in uh, multiple games of the season where – they just they just go really like we talked about it like Weber State talked about Nevada like they go cold mm-hmm. and once they go cold like I mean it just it disrupts everything and then defensively you can only hold out for so long yeah. like um, I mean yesterday was crazy like I mean a, a player went almost on a twelve zero fifteen zero run himself yeah um, uh, Adam Seiko yeah. it was a uh, he, he scored twelve straight points he mm-hmm. outscored Utah State I. Oh, I don't remember how much time was left in the first half. It was 11 minutes and something, but they went to a break. San Diego State was leading 26 to 11. 15 of those points had been scored right. by Adam Seiko. F- five or five from three. He, five he or made five his from, first, first seven shots from deep. Yeah, five. Uh, and like, like he, it was a heat check three. Like, I mean, it was really amazing. Like, watching that, like, you know, then the dunk for, like, the dunk were two, two Aggies hit the guy and he still dunks it over them. And it just, it just snowballed. And, you could tell the Aggies were. Pre- I mean, I was watching. I go, they're just throwing up shots right now. Like uh, we were talking about this in the pre meeting. You were like saying like the scheme just doesn't doesn't happen. Like all of a sudden, it just stops. And I, maybe San Diego State's just really good. I mean, these are two of the top twenty RPI teams in the nation. I want to say. 
Uh, uh, RPI wise, I'm I'm not sure. I know Utah State like, came into the game thirty fifth net, right? Yeah, net rating. Yeah. And I think San Diego State was twentieth. Yeah, so high twenties. These were like this could have been quad one te- quad one wins for either mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, this was not an easy game by any means, but Utah State just made it look easy in that first half because. Man, like they they went through this this drought and I mean, zone's hard to break. You know, if you don't have a zone breaker, it's really hard. And the, but they were just throwing the ball around for twenty seconds. The shot clock would get under ten, and they would just jack up a, a, a bad three, uh, just try to get something going. Um, and you know, it happens. You go on tilt, right? You you get the pressure, uh, and I, I don't know. Just like there's got to be ways for them to stop that. A timeout or something. I mean, they had timeouts in the middle. They still couldn't get out, get it going and. Um, this has been something that we've seen uh, a few times this year. You said there was a lot there, you know, a lot to unpack, and so I mean, kind of take it step by step. And you, you used a few key phrases there, you know, snowballing, um, the, the offense just abandoning the, the team, and and it's something that we have seen consistently from this team this year. And that we know that they have the capability of being a great shooting team, but that's and kind of the issue is that's about the only thing they're great at. They don't have a lot of second options. So once once shots stop falling, then it's really easy to start seeing that snowball effect. Yeah. And, I, you know, shots stop falling, so you start to press a little bit. Maybe you relax a little bit on the defensive end, which is kind of human nature. Now, I know coaches would like to tell you that when the shots stop falling on one end, you tighten up on the other sure, side right. so that you can stay close. But that's... That's I mean, not what hard. a 19-year-old kid is going to do and, in a lot of like, cases. And, and their defense wasn't awful. I, I don't, I, but again, like that guy it, just— it, There were stretches in the first half right. where Adam Seiko got free. Right. They, the defense got better, and the Aggies yeah. were able to make a run in the yeah. second half. But when when you go more than six minutes without scoring— the, the, last night it was uh, six minutes and 13 seconds, I believe it was, against Nevada in the second half— when it was 64-64 with seven or so minutes left in the second half, and you go just shy of seven minutes without scoring against Boise State. It was a a four-something minute stretch. We saw it in the loss to Weber State at home, a stretch in the second half where the offense just goes cold. When, When your scoring is abandoning you like that, it's it's because, you know, live by the three, die by the three, of course, but there has to be a way for Utah State right. to be able to collect and have a second option. Now, some people would point to Dan Akin off of the bench as a good post presence, and he has been. Last night, I think he ended up scoring 15 points, was, what, 6 of 7 from the field? 6 of 7, 15 points. I, and was, was very good, but he's somebody that defenses can take away. You go back to the San Jose State game, that the Aggies had to come back and win late and end up winning by one point. But Dan Akin's getting double teamed the moment he touches the ball because defenses don't have to worry there's there's one or two guys that defenses don't have to worry about consistently and then another thing that you brought up that I've noticed is when the Aggies go into these doldrums the the offensive stretches where they're just not get nothing is going right at all there's a point where I've seen the offense just abandon any sense of a scheme, and you go from five guys playing as a team to five guys playing for themselves. And, I mean, simply put, Utah State doesn't have the athleticism or the skill to be able to go one-on-one for 
long stretches of time. I've seen it too many times now. It's like, okay, like when you can't break the zone, when you cannot get penetration, uh, and even like if, if you get Atkins, like Atkins not very good. I think, did we talk about this last week? How he's not a great passer out of the double Yeah, team. yeah, yeah, we like did. He's not good at, um, uh, you know, he had, or he hasn't figured out consistently how to like find that the the open man. And so um, yeah, that that would be big, you know, the, but uh, we're halfway through the season now. So like we got to start seeing something besides, again, when, when Splashworth is on, when, when you, when you can run stuff off curls and get uh, uh, the game that we saw um, prior to this one, uh, the San Jose, like, when they came back, mm-hmm. like they were able to get uh, shots in that second half to, to, to get them back in it. Um, well, and they did that last night against San Diego State as well. I mean, you're right. down by 20 in down the first 20. half, <laughs> and you you cut that that advantage to six points midway through the the second yeah. half. But you're just digging such a deep hole right. that you you don't have the depth to get out of it. And again, I bring up the the Ryland Jones yeah. dilemma. I know that when the when most fans look at the box score, Rylan Jones is not a guy who jumps out and his contributions don't stand out to you. But what he adds, just just simply, if nothing else, the ability to run the offense for 15 to 20 minutes a night and take the pressure off of Stephen Ashworth mm-hmm. would be a huge boost for this Utah State team. Ashworth last night has gone from a guy who was leading the Mountain West in scoring early in the conference season to last night against the Aztecs. He he goes three of ten. He makes, what, one three, finishes with eight eight points, two threes, eight points. And I'm not putting any fault on Steven Ashworth for that. The, the, he finished with seven assists mm-hmm. and two turnovers. Uh, we were talking turnover. in the, the pre-show meeting about how many times it looked like the San Diego State defense was really they keen. They were, they were all over Steven yeah. Ashworth. Like, You've got to wonder, how tired is he? Playing 37, 37 minutes? minutes? 37 he, minutes. He's averaging 35 to 36 RJ, minutes without right. RJ Jones. Right. Eight minutes, 54, like nine minutes. You know, like, and and that's with uh, Steve Ashworth out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just not getting any breaks, and so yeah, like this, that. I mean, look, these are young kids that are, you know, they can go forty minutes. You know, J.C. Carroll consistently went, uh, you know, forty minutes, but um, you can tell it's wearing on Steven, like not having somebody else there, like he's he's wearing down, um, and that's that's gonna hurt. Um, and yeah, the Aggies need to figure out something. Um, uh, and I don't, I don't, maybe they don't have the talent to. You know, right now it's all that like they they are punching above their weight, <laughs> like um uh, just what they have. Like they don't have they don't have a lot of guys who can penetrate. A lot of guys who can uh, create for themselves. Um, you know, we talk about Dan Atkins in the post. I just versatility. I mean, not to cut you off, yeah. but I'm I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. Versatility. Yeah. It's the word that comes to mind, and the Aggies don't yeah. have it. They have depth, but they don't have versatility. A lot of spot up shooters. A lot yeah, spot up shooters. And that's that's <laughs> it. Like yeah. for for as good as Taylor Funk is, I would love to see a you know a guy with his skill level, his shooting ability, be able to have a semblance of a back to the basket game, but he just mm-hmm. doesn't. And I, he's you know, fifth year in college, graduate senior, and and this is going to be his last oh. season. That's something that he'll probably add as, as his career continues right. if he chooses to play professionally. Uh, last, last year, the Aggies had Justin Bean. Yeah, Justin Bean could. could you be, had a guy that know, could do that. Spot up, could he, bang he, on the boards. Yeah, like he just, and so the Aggies don't have a. They have a. They have a great spot. Which, like I mean, like. You know, give me give me Taylor Funk, give me <clears throat> Max Scholga, give me uh, Ashworth. You know, some of you guys spot up shooting, great. 
but now you need you know you need the Ryan Jones to, to get in there. You, you need Steve, Ryan Jones so Stephen Ashworth can get in there mm-hmm. and um, help help break that zone up a little bit. And that's what we're seeing is that man, like that, that six minute stretch last night, like they were they were just you know they had no idea what they were they were just kind of passing the ball idly, trying to trying to break the zone. For, but San Diego State's defense was was out there shifting, rotating really well, and then they got down under ten seconds and they would just jack up a shot. Last thing about this San Diego State game, I want to talk briefly about Fresno State coming up on Saturday night, another road test for the Aggies. But one thing that stood out to me last night in the postgame press conference with Ryan Odom was Odom two or three different times talked about Utah State needing to come out early in games and be the aggressor and feel like they belong. And it, it made me, you know, if a coach mentions that once, it's coach speak. Everybody says it. You know, you've got to come out with it, that aggression. You've got to be the hunter and everything that that Odom said last night. But when he brings it up three different times over the course of a five, six, seven minute conversation, it makes me wonder if there's a little bit more behind those words. Do the Aggies? Is this Utah State team struggling with a belief in themselves? It, it at the very least to win on the road. I wonder if there's some questions in that locker room about, okay, this, this this is the third time in a row this has happened. This is the third time our offense has just disappeared. How do we fix it? And, and are they hanging their heads? I don't know. I mean, just a few weeks ago, you and I were talking about, like, oh, wait, this team could – they can make a run. And now, you know, we start Mount West play, and Mount West, you know, they've eaten each other, but we're starting – I mean, they're still – Utah State's still um, uh, near the top of the Mount West. But man, some of these these are, these are tough matchups that they um, didn't always have. I mean, this is again like a, this was a chance for a, a Q one win. Um, and would have been uh, the but, first of the season yeah, for the Aggies. I mean, and oh boy, I mean, it's, it's a shame that it ended the way it did. Uh, Aggies just always felt out of it. Um, and so hopefully, yeah, like I mean, they, they you got to figure out how to win without you know the spectrum magic because if you want to make it, you 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 know. You won't be able to go to Vegas mm-hmm. in a month and and be able to win there. So, and uh, if the Aggies are good, if the Aggies are you know first, second, third in the Mountain West, I think I I think you could see the fans travel well to Vegas. So um, uh, let's just see if they can get uh, keep up the pace. I, you know, the Aggies are going to get tested. They don't have a lot of time to hang their heads and and wonder what the problem is. They've got to get back to work immediately and fix this because Saturday afternoon at a four o'clock tip, they'll be in Fresno, taking on the Fresno State Bulldogs and another great defensive team. Now, now Fresno's not a, a terrific overall team, but yes, they're very good defensively. They oh. they score just over sixty points a game, allow sixty two point nine. Uh, but mean, wasn't the, wasn't the Aggie San Jose score like fifty forty eight? Was a it was it was sixty seven fifty four. It was a low scoring game. Yeah, it was a low scoring game. So the Aggies have already beaten this team. But you know, for all of the struggles that the Aggies have had on the road, Fresno State they're they're eighth in the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah they're they're not great. They're not bad, but. The teams that they've beaten at home, Wyoming. Okay, Wyoming, the Cowboys aren't very good this year. Whatever. We could throw that one away. They beat UNLV. UNLV is super athletic. We've seen them in Logan. That's a very difficult team. At 13-7, and they may not be getting the results night in and night out that they want, but that's a team that can win anytime they step on the floor. And then they they also beat a top 25-ranked New Mexico team that at mm-hmm. the time was undefeated. Right. So if Fresno State is no joke in the Save Mart Center. Yeah, and this is like, so like, I mean, 
you hope it was a get. You hope it will be a get right game for the Aggies. But yeah, like it's it's a, it's a tough test because um, uh, that Fresno team. Yeah, that defense has been talked about all year long about uh, with this team. So. Bulldogs. So. Yeah. yeah uh, the the one good thing for the Aggies is Fresno State really struggles shooting from deep. So if Utah State can pack the paint, but we saw uh, when the when the Bulldogs came up here that what they lack on the perimeter, they they have great size inside, uh, and so it's it's going to be a tough matchup for Dan Atkin. It's going to be a difficult matchup for Trevin Dorius. He's going to have to stay out of foul trouble. Dorius is. Dorius's production has really increased over the last two or three weeks. He's been scoring a lot more. He had a, a nice turnaround left-handed hook last night that I didn't know he had in his oh, repertoire. Yeah, oh, like, oh, oh Trevin. Okay, the announcers right. commented yeah. on it. But it's it's going to be a big test for him because of the athleticism he's going to face on the on the interior. And he, he got he got a, I skimmed off the floor last night in only 14 minutes. And that's that's something that I think just happens yeah. with yeah. Trevin Dorius. Right. There, there are some teams that he can play against, but last night with the way San Diego State plays in the lineups yeah. they put on the floor, the Odom was forced to counter with a guard heavy lineup. That's you know you saw Bear still playing uh, at the power forward position a lot, and uh, Dan Akin was playing center most of the night when he was in the game. You had Funk at power forward, so I that's again uh, Odom has the ability to match up with size. It's just offensively they don't have versatility. I I still think this is a team that has potential and could make some noise in the uh, Mountain West postseason tournament, potentially the NCAA tournament. There are some people who think the Mountain West could get as many as five bids to the NCAA tournament, which seems like a stretch to me right now. But we're going to get more in-depth on that next week as, as we take a, a deep dive halfway through the uh, Mountain West Conference season, but let's uh, let's shift gears and look at Kristen White's gymnastics team. Come up short down in Cedar City against the the Flippin' Birds, as <laughs> we have discussed previously. But uh, the big big matchup this week: Spectr- Spectrum Magic with Spectrum the BYU Cougars Magic, coming up. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, you know, you and I we're, we're Aggies. Like we consider BYU's. I mean, I know BYU doesn't consider Aggies rivals, but Utah State. They want to beat BYU, um, and uh, we talked about the, the little brother syndrome right. is real in Logan. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, uh, so I mean, SU, SU, I think brought back a lot of their um, gymnastics teams from last year. So uh, the best of the Utah was really telling. Like you know, obviously Red Rocks are the number one team in the state. SU came in second. Utah State came in third. So they already have one win against um, uh, against BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they've lost twice to SU, but they got one win against BYU. But BYU has improved scores from the beginning of the season. Yes. So they've gotten better. And then and last week was just, it was a, I mean, when you have five falls in a meet, that's, that's hard. Five falls in a meet, you had a gymnast and step, a fault out, step out. And a fault step out on the mat. Down, so, mm-hmm. three, I mean, they, they counted two falls yeah. on bars. Um, the coach, um, the coach um, White said, uh, you know, Yeah, because normally you can throw out your lowest you, you scores. Your lowest. So you so, had so many yeah. falls that you had to count yeah, falls. They, they, they counted that's uh, rough. one on beam, two on bars. And that's hard, that's hard. Like you get a fall, okay, cool. Like if the fall happens second uh, person, the next four no, okay, cool. You know, you tighten up. And like I, I watch a lot of Red Rocks, and so I see like they had a fall um, uh, on beam last week against Oklahoma, and um, uh, almost everybody after that was like, okay, cool. We need we had you know Miley, Crystal, uh, Issa, and um, uh, um, Kara uh, uh, Aker. Look at you, name uh, dropper. Yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they 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 all I mean you know Kara Aker. I think after the fall. Through a nine nine right afterwards, so it is one of the things that like as a, as a gymnast you see a fall happens, 
in your head, you know, okay, cool. Now I got to be like, maybe you're not going for the 10. You're just making sure that you get a nine, whatever, because you know, you have a nine, a nine Oh on the board. And then have two more people, two more uh, athletes fall. Uh, it's rough. It's, it's, it's going to be deflating as thing. an athlete. Right, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Cause I, like, you know that, okay, you've lost that rotation and you know that, that you're way behind now in the, in the meet, depending on bars are usually your first or second event. Um, and the coach said, uh, yeah, the mistakes on bars, things are going to happen and they got to learn. They got to fight, finish the meet. So that's the thing. You got to finish the meet. Like, I think when you have two bar- falls on bars, you probably think that you've lost the meet. Well, the have. scoring in gymnastics is so close that uh, you, I mean, you probably have lost the meet for all intents and purposes. Right. But yeah. in college athletics, there's so much more than just right. today's game, yes. today's match, today's meet. Like you're, uh, you're building for an entire career. Yeah, gymnastics scoring is, is like sometimes like, you know, like when, oh, well, again, going back to Utah, Utah against Oklahoma, Utah. I think a lot of fans, we expected Utah to lose to Oklahoma in that meet. But it's important to still post a good score because yep. the, the way the scoring at the end of the season, it's not really done by wins and losses. It's 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 scored by um, uh, how many away meet scores you have uh, in home meets. And this is a big one. And, and she's talking about finishing the meets. And um, uh, that that was really hard for the uh, for the Aggies to do. Um, but, you know, now they, they get a chance, they're going to come home. You know, you know, again, this is a good time to get right. Like we're talking about the Aggies – basketball team getting right on the road, this is going to be a chance for the Utah Gymnastics team to get right at home. Spectrum mm-hmm. Magic, uh, again, I guess a, a big meet against BYU, a team that's gotten better, and so like you may have beaten them once, but now um, uh, you're, you're trying to sweep them for the season. So um, it, it'll be nice to see if they can do it. I mean, they, they've had, they, we've seen them have good routines before, so. Yeah, so the Aggies one and three. They're one and two in the MRGC. It'll be BYU Friday night in the Spectrum, seven o'clock. And again, that's the special Spectrum magic. The gymnastics team right. is going to be wearing some Spectrum themed uniforms. I think there's, there's color related to the the autumn coloring of the seats, and I, apparently that's what I always wondered as a kid. I was like, why would they ever put these god awful <laughs> colored of seats in here? That Make no sense for a school that is uh, Navy. But what do I know? Apparently, it was supposed to look like Logan Canyon in the fall. Okay. Well, that, there, there I, you go. I, I might be making that up. The person who told me that may have okay. been making it up. <laughs> yes. But it sounds good. We need to, we need to get the AD on the line and um, uh, ask him. So, um, all right, cool. And, and uh, speaking of ADs, John Hartwell, I'm a, a former Utah State AD, getting a, a new job. Oh, I didn't see Louisiana, that. Louisiana Monroe, I want to believe. I want oh, to say. So, okay. Uh, the Raging Cajuns? Yeah, you got picked up there. So, yeah. So. Why do I know that Louisiana Monroe <laughs> is the Raging Cajuns? Because you, you you, your mind is a vault for sports. So, so. <laughs> I, Yeah, let's, right, so let's you, say that. Men's basketball, <laughs> gymnastics. Uh, what are we finishing with here today? Um, well, uh, I do want one. I mean, we did locals in NFL this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. I, I totally said last week, like, oh, hey, you know, Devin Hamilton's talking out. We're, we're done with locals this year. I am wrong. Jaden Davis, um, uh, Cincinnati Bengals are still at it. Okay. Beating the Bills and beating, beating them soundly. Yes. So, um, Thorough uh, decimation. Yeah, we get a rematch of Chiefs and um, uh, Bengals. I mean, it was a he had a, he had one tackle on special teams. And Aggie and, is looking to go back to the Super Bowl yeah. for the second straight year, That's, and you're telling me, hey, he had one tackle yeah, had on one special tackle, teams. Yeah, so um, but hey, nah, man, he's, but, he wants to go to the Super yeah, Bowl. Like, um, uh, hey, Beat the Chiefs for Utah the fourth State, straight time. Utah State can make it to the Super Bowl again, so that's, that's pretty cool. So. Who, who do you have this weekend in the uh, AFC and NFC championships? Mm. Boy, so, is. all right. Chiefs, Bengals. 
I'm going to go with Bengals. That, that Mahomes ankle injury is, is interesting. I, yeah, yeah, I like, like your thought like, process like, there. We're, like, we're, like, it's so funny how like we had these guys on a microscope. Like They're doing drone footage of Mahomes jogging in practice. And He's so, stretching. He looks yeah, healthy. I was like, okay. I mean, high ankle sprain? Like, high ankle sprain? Like, okay, well. And the knee. Yeah, like, okay. Well. Okay, so Bengals in the AFC. You got the Bengals representing. <laughs> and, uh, and on the other side, San Francisco traveling to Philadelphia. Really interesting. So these two teams played each other in week two last season, I think it was. And the, the 49ers won 17-11. to 11. But the 49ers have added Christian McCaffrey. And obviously, some other changes, Brock Purdy and whatnot. The Eagles have added Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, MVP Jalen Hurts. That Eagles team today <laughs> uh-huh. is completely different than who they were when Nick Sirianni took yeah. over. That was Nick Sirianni's second game calling right. plays with Jalen Hurts, and they scored 11 points. Hurts has become a much better I think they I think they could score yeah, 25 to 30. And their defense is very – both defenses are super stout. Um, you know what? Let's go Niners. I mean, let's just see, let's see if they, uh, uh, yeah, this Brock Purdy magic. I want to. I <laughs> I'll agree with pretty, you on the Bengals. Good. I'm going to take the Eagles, right. though. I mean, okay, yeah. The Eagles are the Eagles are <laughs> I heavily not heavily favored, but they're probably favored. Still a Utah places. State podcast, yeah, though, right? It's true. It's true. All right. <laughs> so uh, just a few other sports going on right now. Track and field got their start last week at the Nebraska Invitational. Uh, Aggies picked up four individual titles, 24 top five finishes, and the interestingly, I. You know, I don't follow track and field, so I don't know if this is common or uh, what. But it's interesting to me that they have two different meets this weekend, both taking place on Friday and Saturday. One in the one at the Washington Invitational, and one at the Idaho State Invitational. So they're going to split up the men's and women's oh, teams okay. and participate in okay. both. Carboload. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of running. It's, it's interesting to me, but. Uh, yeah, we we mentioned the uh, women's basketball team. Um, you know, still a struggle after yeah, beating I mean, Fresno State, losses to Air Force yeah, and not, San not Jose sure State. What we can say this is sort of the same story every week. Just like, hey, yep. you know, it's, it's it's a learning year. So. Yep, exactly. And then uh, tennis is picking up. So the men's tennis team actually started last weekend. Let me see if I can find uh, – last week they went up to the Pacific Northwest, spent some time in the rain losing 6-1 to at Oregon and at Portland. So a rough start for the men's tennis team, but they're going to take on Eastern Washington on – this will be next weekend, Friday, February 3rd, and then Grand Canyon, Saturday, February 4th. The women's tennis team – Grand Canyon. Do you, do you know that Grand Canyon is a for-profit school? Okay, Grand Canyon's wild because they didn't even exist when I was a kid, and now I see their sports everywhere. They were in the NCAA yeah. tournament last season. Grand Canyon, where like, are they getting? Where did the money come from to start the program? Because they're a for-profit university. So, like, is there a secret antelope society yeah, funneling money? I was like, I was like, I was to, like okay, this is. Grand Canyon this University like this in Phoenix. Super, yeah, like it's, just... it's like anybody who's been to Phoenix. It, I, I'm sure it's a lovely place. I've only been there in August, and it's it <laughs> is Satan's. You can't say. Oh it, yeah, this is a family friendly KSL Sports podcast. Uh, Phoenix is not great yeah. for much of the year. But yet, like I mean, so, just interesting because like as like I don't know. Most most schools are nonprofit. They're a for profit, and you know, like they're. I, I don't think they're the best. Like because they're in the whack. So uh, in basketball and stuff, like they're they're good. It just it is it is very funny. I was like, like Greg Kenny is weird, but so you said that. And that was my side there. So. Um, 
Yeah, but um, uh, you were you were saying Grand Canyon. <laughs> I that that's that yeah. that was my rant on yeah. Grand Canyon. No, no, I mean, They're just was, like you said it, so that's why. Uh, I, oh I, yeah, I it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got completely off oh. track. But a uh, couple other things we got going on this week: women's basketball team. They've got two games. One tonight. They're. Uh, Facing Wyoming, Wyoming coming into the spectrum, and then New Mexico, the the Lobos will be in Logan on the 28th, Saturday afternoon. So a couple games there for the women's team. Um, men's basketball, of course, Fresno State, uh, 4 o'clock tip Saturday afternoon. So set your calendars. Make sure you're available Brian, for Brian that one. I'll be awake for that. I, 4 o'clock, <laughs> I'm absolutely going to be awake. So when I look at the schedule and I see a 9 o'clock tip yeah. in San Diego, yeah. it's... Like I, I have to fight myself from like calling Madison, my my editor, and saying, "Is anybody else available to cover this game?" I, nine o'clock is my bedtime. Yeah, flames on the side of my face. It's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to be Brian, but it's going to be tougher to be who. I'll go first on this one because I know you're not prepared. My Scotsman of the week. I'm going to wait for my phone to open, oh, no, you know, right, technology. Right. It's a good time. I hope you're thinking of a Scotsman of the Week where you have yeah. one. But uh, I, I'm going to – my first Scotsman of the Week issued on Thursday, January 26th to be immortalized forever. Scotsman of the Week, Utah State – I'm going to split it between – Two different people because, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to actually follow the rules on day one. But uh, Devin Pancake and Christina Vlahovic, okay. both named uh, Mountain West Indoor Athletes of the Week. So congratulations to Devin Pancake and Christina Vlahovic. Pancake is a senior and uh, Vlahovic a freshman. So exciting times for the Aggie track and field teams. Congratulations to the two of them winning my... First Scotsman of the uh, week. I, I not, I'm not going to go nearly as deep as you did there. <laughs> but, I mean, just that game last night against some uh, uh, San Diego State, I thought Dan Atkin was really impressive. Okay. Um, uh, you know, he didn't score. You know, Max Schuller had 22 points. But Dan had 15 points. 15 and 10 is uh, double-doubles in, in Well, college. the efficiency yeah, is of, big. Six of seven. Um, uh, I, yeah. uh, did they count that one where – I can't remember who threw him the alley oop in the uh, in the second half. I was like, he, I think he just missed time his jump because it wasn't an awful pass, but he just missed. I was like, oh, and like that was in the middle of a run where could have got them within like six or or four or something. And I was like, oh man, but um, but then I think was really impressive. You know, six of seven, fifteen points, ten rebounds. Um, you know, coming in and again like you, the Aggies trying to mix Dor- Dorian mixing uh, uh, Dan Atkin. Um, you know, Dan, I can even, even last week in San Jose State had a big dunk in the in the late second half that got them within four. So I think I'm, uh, you know, he'll he'll be my first Scotsman of the week. Uh, uh, Dorian isn't Dorian the uh, bad guy in the mask? Yes, the Jim Carrey you know movie. What I said? <laughs> <laughs> I Trevin Dorius. I, I knew what you meant. Yes. I just. Had to, no, no, if no, I can make an obscure '90s comedy yeah, reference, right. with, you, you have to. <laughs> I, I, who where can they find you on the uh, social media yeah, blogosphere? Uh, yeah, the the, the uh, accounts that haven't been suspended at who transmas h u u t r a n superman. That's who Tran superman. <laughs> did, did you ever get back into your high notes account? I'm still working on it. It's just, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, so don't, it's here, awful. Here's the thing. Does folks. anybody have access to it? No. It's, it's like, and the problem is that like. 
It was a like it was my dad's phone number. And I was like, Cause you sign up for Twitter. I'm like, oh, I'll throw, send it my dad's phone number. Whatever. Call Sprint immediately. He, yeah, he doesn't have that phone number anymore. I'm like, I'm like, well, Dad, what am I supposed to do? You've ruined the podcast. Elon, what am I supposed to do now? How do I get back into this podcast? And um, you know, talking to people is just like, yeah, you got to do a lot of emailing, and yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it doesn't sound worth yeah. it. Yeah, I trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Hu Tran, KSL TV sports producer. That's correct. That's correct. I am Brian Priest, KSL digital, uh, digital yeah. sports producer. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't even know what my title is. We're, we're on the same team. Yeah, yeah we, we work together. Yeah, <laughs> the same person signs our What's checks the, each what, day. Like, where do they find you, B Priest? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at B Priest twenty four. That's at B P R E E C E twenty four, and all of my written work at. KSLSports.com. Don't be fooled by that sham site, KSL.com. No, those guys are legitimate, too. But we are KSLSports.com. You're listening to The Scotsman. Yeah.